So this evening, before I get into our theme, themes for this evening, it feels important, helpful for me anyway, I hope for you to acknowledge how, uh, I mean I've talked to a lot of you today and yesterday, but not everybody, so so see you tomorrow hopefully, um, but that sense of the practice um, uh, that, you know, on one level you're doing different practices and different have different focuses and I I feel like one of the the great gifts of the forest refuge is that it can offer an opportunity for you to find your own threads, yeah, your own sort of way, your own sort of uh, practice and we su- we can support you and yet because we're not in a strong group process or following particular you know set of teachings or practices it's kind of wide open so sometimes I'm preparing I think I don't know what to talk about <laughs> like you know um, and so I very much hope that there's something helpful but also as I was saying um, yesterday morning the sense that just I think it's an encouragement to listen in that kind of grounded, spacious way where the words and the ideas and the resonances can really just be allowed to arise and pass. And that's a real option. It's like sometimes I know when I've been on retreat here, I've sort of felt like, oh gosh, I need to run after that cart, you know, and try and catch that package or and it's like no you you have to run after a cart I don't know where that image came from anyway um, <laughs> um, and just you know there may be something helpful for you maybe f- if not for someone else um, but I often find myself here coming back to what I I feel in my practice and in teaching are some of the core themes that just feel like I get drawn back to again and again, um, you know, for my own benefit and then hopefully for yours too. <laughs> and tonight I would like to touch on um, the Brahma Viharas, which for me is uh, just, it's uh, feels very central to my sort of way of practicing and um, an endlessly kind of, just opening, deepening, you know, as this week, reflecting, studying, making notes, you know, looking at other notes and practicing and listening, thinking, wow, you know, we need months. <laughs> I've got, what, 40 minutes. So there's always that sense of, so my my invitation, my request is that you, maybe we just, allow these qualities, these four great qualities of heart, just let's give our awareness, our intention, our, you know, to whatever degree you want to, to kind of just lifting these up in consciousness, appreciating these qualities, maybe like a, just like a bowing to these qualities. And it could be, so just if, some of that, maybe then I can just sit here going blah, 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 and that could still happen. <laughs> so doesn't so much depend on the precise words that come out of my mouth, hopefully. Um, 
but this sort of shared sense of let's highlight these great qualities of heart, let's appreciate, celebrate them and, you know, each in our own way, isn't it? We have our own way of cultivation, our own way of understanding these qualities, our own way of maybe the way that they can fold into our practice. So I just will reflect a little bit and then, so my idea is a plan, see how the plan goes, to offer a few reflections and then a little bit of guided, just briefly kind of visiting each one. So, so just maybe beginning by naming Meta, Meta in the Pali, Meta. And as you all know very well, many translations and we could say different facets of this great quality of heart so you, you know please feel your own felt sense of that or you have your own images you have your own experience you have your own felt sense so let's just like ring that meta bell as I sometimes think of it um, goodwill warmth Unconditional friendliness and many other loving kindness and this sense of the immeasurable, like all the immeasurable qualities, a sense of that something quite radical, something quite, um, again, not about measuring, like, oh, a kind of kindness, a kind of friendliness which doesn't say, well, be friendly to you, but not you. I know, it's this pretty radical stuff here. It's like, yeah. So in some senses you could say there's a pretty high bar there or, you know, it's like sometimes I, people describe the the full flowering of the Brahma Viharas as kind of, well, that would be the awakened being. You know, maybe that's part of how you would describe the mind of the Arahant. You know, just like completely, you know, unconditional friendliness. Wow, that's, yeah, <laughs> awesome thought. Um, and um, karuna in the Pali, karuna, compassion, care, you know, concern for the welfare of beings. And natural, natural wonders of the human heart, all these natural enough just enough yeah natural qualities mudita mudita appreciative joy sympathetic joy gentle joy Gladness in goodness. Yeah. Celebration of that which is good and lovely and true and beautiful. Appreciation. Also boundless, potentially boundless. Appreciative joy. 
and equanimity. Upeka, Nepali. Balancing mm, equanimity based on diversity. Sometimes how you see it in the text, this sense of finding balance with the comings and goings and the, yeah, the diversity of experience. And then the, at times maybe we taste the equanimity based on unity or unification, the deep even evenness of mind can arise. So just noticing, maybe just noticing what it's like to hear and to contemplate each quality and noticing maybe thoughts or feelings or yeah, any just noticing movement of the heart, resonance or resistance or oh no, not this topic again, um, or whatever might be arising. <laughs> And in the spirit of unbounded friendliness, yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome to your mind and to whatever's arising. Let's extend the matter to however you are right now. Well, as it changes, yeah, so... So I wanted to say a little bit uh, maybe one or two things about um, sometimes how I how I practice, or also something about why. I, I was thinking earlier this afternoon, why do I keep teaching these so much? So often they come up, and and I was thinking, well, that might you know this is interesting, isn't it? Why are we drawn to particular kinds of practices and focuses? That's kind of interesting. We don't need to get too analytical about that. But I think ever since I came to the Dharma um, 89, I, I think that for me, this being and this conditioning and that the quality of kindness was a really key part of what like, yeah, I'm in, right? <laughs> it's like, yeah, I need that. I like that. It's like, you know, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that sense of, of just the sense of the heart being so burdened with so much harshness and criticism and fear and just a lot of that I think which I wouldn't have I wouldn't have understood that at the time but almost like that the the Brahma Viharas have these antidotal actually I don't know if that's an adjective I know it's a noun anyway antidote they 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 they're like medicine or balm for certain of our negative sort of suffering you know afflictive patterns and i think intuitively you know that seemed to me like that that's what i needed without kind of really realizing it um so the sense of the uh, the quality of metta being, you know, it's spoken of, isn't it, in the suttas often as an antidote to fear. 
And I would say, maybe this is true for a lot of people, I put my hand up as a fear type. I don't know if that's helpful or maybe it's... Anyway, it's, it's, it sort of feels like it's, it's, that's been a kind of one of the key kind of afflictive or difficult, you know, emotions and tendencies and that the metta has this very direct kind of um, sort of help with that either in, in supporting and taking care of the being, you know, while, while, while that's happening, or kind of that sort of protective sense, or a sense of actually, and this happened in a retreat I did recently, where, um, you know, I knew I was on retreat because I had one of those, you know, unpleasant mind storm things, hindrance attack, whatever you want to call it. And I was like, well, yeah, okay, I'm I must be on retreat. This is because it was something <laughs> defining feature. Not all the time, as you know, but quite often. And uh, occasional retreat you go through, and it was like mm, plain sailing. Like wow, that's a bit weird. Um, but anyway, so this was something from the, di- the fairly distant past in my life, and it's like you know these things can come blow up in glorious technicolor, and um, you know throbbing and full of emotion and boy the sense of reliving something and I was like wow this is a bit wild and I thought I'd done with this and that kind of thing and 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 because I was practicing and I I did I I just thought well meta okay (laughs) that's what they say they say this is supposed to help isn't it supposed to help oh well we'll go you know that feeling of I don't think it's really any good. It's not going to help, no. You know, that because that mind state is so, you're so freaked out. It's like nothing's going to help. Why is blooming practice and this doesn't work? Anyway, you know, that kind of thing. And um, so I did, I just started into some phrases, you know, it's kind of, it's not very much faith at all. <laughs> it's like me. May I be well. <laughs> May I be happy, yeah. Like, right. Um, may I live with ease and care. <sighs> okay, let's go and have a cup of tea. This is, you know. Um, but I actually continued... And I was in, there was enough mindfulness there. It was, it was almost funny. In fact, I think I did smile at one point because I honestly think it took about five minutes and the thing just shifted. It works. You know, I mean, I know it's not always quite as handy as that. But it was such a great reminder that, that the power of the practice and even very simple shift of attention or intention. Yeah, it's really, really possible. And of course, we all know it's not as simple and as easy as that because you did it yesterday and you try it again tomorrow, it doesn't work. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, I wanted to share that a little bit with you. Um, that what is the value? Or, you know, sometimes I make it a bigger reflection and think, What do I understand about the value and importance of kindness? If I 
And I, you know, that can then be a reflection or a question. And I remember and I think about different forms or manifestations, you know, events, people, kindness. I've benefited from, others have benefited from, you know, that. And kind of contemplating also the, I mean, I, whenever I do this, I find it really sobering, a kind of sense of, what happens in the absence of kindness? Like, oh, I kind of can get quite cold and almost sort of, like, oh, you know, it's because we all know in our own experience, in our own life, and, and we see it around us, the sort of devastation and harm that ensues in the absence of kindness. Yeah, I mean, it's... Huge, huge. And for me, I don't know how that works for you, but for me that works as a real kind of inspiration or an encouragement to to do whatever I can for my benefit, for the benefit of all beings, to, to um, cultivate this quality, to, to, to attune to this, to, you know, and, and, and I feel like a, a very... Uh, I, I, how would you say, you know, and you feel like you blow it regularly or, you know, there's still so much criticalness or, you know, stuff floating around that's not meta. <laughs> you think, oh dear, but just something about that as a direction, as a, like for me that feels, that's really worth the hassle, the effort, the struggle, the, you know, so Again, we will have different motivations for practice. I guess this is one sort of somehow the way they work for me that it feels like, yeah, to cultivate compassion, to learn how to really know that and feel that and for it to actually come to, uh, come to bear, come to touch our actual experience to to actually be real realized embodied yeah this is this is a huge offering and it's a huge offering yeah mm. So we might take them up as specific meditative cultivations at times. Maybe you, you know some of you are doing this here, and at times I've devoted whole retreats to to um, one or more of these. Or if you're doing a more mindfulness awareness based practice, maybe you've talked about this with somebody this week of letting a sense of the attitude of kindness or appreciation, or letting it kind of almost infuse the awareness or the mindfulness, that sense of you and being with and being present with friendliness. It's like a little, put a little drop in there every now and then. See what difference it makes. Or even as a question, because I know some people's minds are very inquiring. And, and so, you know, maybe you, you just every now and then you check, you know, is there friendliness here? It's like, oh, I was getting a bit grumpy or... 
it just can sometimes help to, oh, okay, maybe check the attitude and without shifting, you know. I mean, so many ways of of practicing. I, I'm, I'm going on a bit more than I meant to. Um, <clears throat> so um, another very important aspect of this practice potentially is as the measureless abidings, that there's a sense of them as a samatha, or samadhi practice, as a, as a beautiful quality, as a wholesome, pleasant abiding for the mind, for the heart, yeah? So I, I, at times maybe, again, to some degree, small or great, we can feel the benefit of, I think there's somewhere the Buddha talks about, you know, the benefit of having having felt or absorbed into some metta for the time it takes to pull a cow's udder. Which is not very long, is it? I've never done that, but I think maybe it's not that long. So the value of this, even not moments of that, moments of that. So, um, yeah, so much benefit. And then can become a pleasant abiding. And I, um, I just want to share, at some point I want to just share some of the words of the Buddha. So, and then we'll maybe do some guided meditation on the four. So, you know, many of us probably have practiced with um, phrases from the commentarial tradition, with phrases and categories of people, and, and what I'm going to offer will sort of include some of that. Um, but now that we're those, as I listen to different teachers, and it's like there are different ways of practicing this. There's, there's a lot to explore, and um, using the what I'm going to read now from the Buddha, which is from the early suttas, the sense of something more about pervading and suffusing and radiating, which I think brings. Uh, a different sense of what we might, how we might cultivate by catalyzing or connecting with some sense of metta or one of the others through 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 phrases or through memory or through imagination or through through the felt sense of you know what it feels like or through tone sound. That, that then we find our way and then we practice a sense of catalyzing and sustaining, right? Because say vitaka vichara, it's kind of the skill that I think it works different for different people's minds. So I do really, I, I, I've found it so helpful for myself and, and I think many others of really giving some time and space to some experimenting and seeing well what what how does it how how does it connect for you it might be much more to do with images than words it might be more to do with memory or particular memory of a particular person or animal or place you know it might be something much more simple about just feeling the basic kindness in the mindfulness which is something sort of much more subtle and but here and kind of perceivable so anyway i sorry there's lots of talks i'm trying to squeeze into one but anyway 
So, I want to read this from the Buddha, and and then we'll um, do some meditation. So, abide pervading one quarter with a mind imbued with goodwill. Likewise the second, likewise the third, likewise the fourth. So above, below, and all around and everywhere, and to all as to yourself, abide pervading the all-encompassing world with a mind imbued with goodwill, abundant, exalted, immeasurable, without hostility and without ill will. It's from the Majjhima Nikaya 83, but it comes up this, and, and often in the suttas this, this will be repeated for metta, karuna, mudita, anupeka, the same practices. So that's what I wanted to do this evening, was kind of a sense of just following through and seeing what it's like to kind of follow them through as a sequence, which is a little different from obviously just kind of going into one. Um, yeah, let's see. Okay, so please feel free to shift your posture or, you know, just be a little more comfortable if you need to. And perhaps we'll just shift our energy and our focus a little bit. And again, to the degree that you want to follow along, please feel free to, to just you know, let it hum by and do your own thing. Um, just beginning by maybe coming more into sense of your own pres- presence, your own body, and spending a few moments just settling in and just checking in, feeling, opening to Whatever is in your experience, just noticing, just being with that body, heart, mind, sounds. And then the same sense of really staying with your body, your mind, a sense of the space of your presence, of your experience in in an inclusive way, just allowing, letting the noticing maybe just begin to 
what 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 what's it like to begin to feel that whatever you're experiencing is completely welcome just allowing yourself to offer and receive that sense of or imagining or remembering what does it feel like has it felt like to feel genuinely welcome completely welcome here and now with just however it is inwardly, outwardly whatever is going on in your experience what it's like to just let some sense of I'm welcome I'm welcome just as I am, just as it is I'm really welcome not requiring anything to happen. This is a free offer, freely given. Just hearing that, receiving that, letting your body, your mind, your heart be touched by that. What would it be like to feel allowed, completely allowed to be here just with however it is Nothing in your experience that has to be any different in order for you to feel loved, accepted. The presence of metta, presence of goodwill. May this being be well. What it's like to be in the presence of genuine friendliness and well-wishing. Possibility of opening to that. Even just a little.
Maybe noticing any beneficial effects, even very slight or slight sense of softening or expanding or easing. Or whatever is happening, may this being be well. And feeling free to stay with that as we continue. Or following along just very briefly, opening to the sense of everybody in this room. May these beings be well. Allowing the field of loving kindness of goodwill to to include everybody. Our own being, these other beings, welcome, welcome, however you are, may you know you are welcome. So following along, if you like, shifting slightly to bring to mind any sense of difficulty or painfulness that is in your experience right now or has been around recently, some sense of fear or tension or irritation or illness loss, yeah, any very subtle maybe. And seeing if it's possible to allow that sense or that memory or that painfulness, that difficulty to be a condition for the arising of care, tenderness, May this tension, this difficulty be met with clarity and care.
very simple, very direct. Sensing this very present capacity of the heart to simply be with something difficult. Need be no barrier between the heart and what is hard. Sensing the possibility of the heart's capacity to move, to be compassionate with painfulness, steady, non-reactive care. Not fixing, not pushing away. Karuna. And then if you wish, maybe bringing someone to mind, someone from your life or someone here, or someone you know is experiencing or has recently experienced some difficulty of some kind. And sensing the wish that they also meet their difficulty with tenderness and with care. Maybe picture them being held, being cared for. Picture them receiving that care from another or feeling that in their own hearts and wishing them access to that. May you meet your difficulty with tenderness and care. And noticing any beneficial effect to the practice. And as we're moving through, seeing if we can let go of or allow to dissolve any senses of holding on or holding back. Begin to let the heart open more fully. Just gently opening 
to the immeasurable qualities of the heart. Nothing we have to make happen. Just opening, reflecting, opening, opening to, uncovering, relaxing our resistance to these qualities. So moving into bringing to mind something that makes you smile, some aspect of your experience here and now, or something recent today or before, some person or event or quality that when you Think of that when you perceive that it's a sense of gladdening, something, something beautiful, something even right here innate in your own presence to be glad, to be gladdened by. Maybe very, very close, very quiet. What might you be gladdened by? What might be just nearby, ready to be a gladdening condition? Again, not having to make anything happen. Maybe playing a little bit with different senses or images or memories. Seeing what maybe raises a little smile or uplifts the heart a little bit. And feeling that, again noticing what resonates, what what it feels like in the body, in the embodied mind and heart. Just beginning to sense any, and notice any expansion. Knowing you can always come back, and we're not spending so much time with each of these, but just knowing these are like beautiful rooms, you can always come back and spend time in. So, just moving on to equanimity. And so, perhaps more fully, now feeling again the sense of your own presence, this body, mind, heart experience, happening here and now. And feeling or noticing there's some sense of steadiness or ground, groundedness, even a little bit. 
some sense of mm, willingness to find your center in the moving, changing life mind with its uncertainty and its mysteriousness. Feel the capacity of a sort of mountainous presence. And you can use that image, if you like, a mountain. The night sky, that sense of vast, spacious... universe and a a quiet a quietness a stillness that we might be surprised to find in the midst of all of this somewhere stillness in the midst of movement Equipoise, possibility of stillness in the presence of of life, in contact with life, but still. So as we come towards the end of this guided meditation, I just invite you to uh, notice, appreciate whatever you may notice from your experience right now, from what's been happening, anything beneficial, anything Yeah, anything to enjoy or appreciate in your experience. To savor that. To savor the wholesome. And to abide with that. To allow it, to let it spread and suffuse through the body, through the mind, through the heart. Like rain soaking into the earth allowing it to pervade and suffuse and naturally radiate out like the sun, radiating out in all directions, whatever goodness of heart we can feel and know, allowing it to shine out through our being into the universe for our own benefit and for the benefit of all beings everywhere.
Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.